two dudes, one party hat, and a bunch of alcohol. This is the Max Level Podcast. Welcome home. For the uninitiated, Max Level is a weekly breakfast powwow brought to you by RPGAaron.com. I'm your host, Brian, and joining me on the show today, it's Sev. Happy New Year, Sev. Happy New Year, Brian. Happy New Year, Max Level Galaxy, RPG Era Galaxy. I always forget to introduce you as the co-host of Blood and Destroyers, an only wrestling podcast every Monday. Yes, we fair. That's where you can find me. If you're missing me here, you can find me over there. It's, uh, it's nice to be here for a change. Nice to have you here on a week where it is just you and I following up on our 2023 predictions last week. Of course, now when we are in 2023, this is going to be a really fun episode. And we'll tell you why in just a minute. Special shout out to Occam's Laser for a majority of the music we hear today during the show. Go check them out wherever you can find music and people, including YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You won't be disappointed. Please take a moment and do us a favor if you be so kind. Head on over to Apple Podcasts or whichever app you've chosen to listen to us on and drop us a quick rating and a review. It really does help us out in terms of visibility so that this show continues to grow. And remember, we are on Patreon now as well. Patreon.com forward slash RPG era. Check out our tiers, see what we're doing, and if you feel inclined, toss us a couple bucks each month. If not, continue to listen to the episodes as they upload each week works wonders as well. And of course, special shout out to current executive producers, Jexx and Senku. So yeah, man, uh, beginning of the year. So that means we need to do two things. The first thing is Thunderdome. It's a new quarter. Q1 2023 Thunderdome. A little bit later on in the episode. I can't wait to do that. And... Throughout the episode, which we will get started with in just a minute, actually, we are going to be doing our Fantasy Critic Draft for 2023. We did not do this live last year. We did this off air last year. But two years ago, we did do this live. And uh, I am excited to do this throughout the episode today, whether people are auto drafting, whether people are making their selections on their own. It looks like we have three. We had four like 10 minutes ago set to auto draft. Now there's three. Somebody took their auto draft off. That means somebody's paying attention. And I think it was Zanku, unless he didn't have it set before. I wouldn't be able to tell you if he had it set up. A couple of us have been waiting around today. We're excited for this. So That's okay. Yeah, I like to make people wait. That's what I do best. I'm really good at that. <laughs> really good at that. But uh, yeah, we'll get started with that in just a minute. But before I click begin on the draft, I want to give you time real quick, Sev, since you weren't on the last two episodes and you threw a fit about it. Um, put me on the spot. Yeah, I'm putting you on the spot right now. Right now. No warning. Didn't give you a heads up. I want to know what's your game of the year for 2022. Oh, my game of the year for 2022 will uh, be Chain Echoes. Is it? Is it Chain Echoes? Yeah, yeah. Just I didn't play God of War and I've only played a little bit of Elden Ring, so I can't really put them up just because that's what everyone else says. So my personal game of the year. We've got Elden Ring, Tunic, Digimon Survive. They were my three favorite games last year. Elden Ring. Oh, what's that Elden Ring? Chain Echoes. Yeah, you said Elden Ring. So I was just going <laughs> to run with it. I was going to say, yeah, man, Elden Ring's great. I agree with you. Chain Deco's Tunic, Digimon Survive. They were my top okay. three last year. Very nice. Very nice. Chain Deco's is a good choice, I think. Obviously, I, I had a lot of fun with that myself. Um... Kyle and I also made some predictions last year on the show. I'm not, or not, I guess it technically was last year, maybe. Maybe it actually posted this year, but we made them last year in terms of recording time. Um, I'm not going to ask you for any 2023 predictions, but I am going to ask you for the number of games you are shooting for in the game challenge in 2023. So I'm going with 12, and that's quite significantly shorter than my last, which is 50 yeah, pretty, for last year. Pretty pathetic, actually. But here's the thing is I am considerably busier now than I was last year when I beat 50 games uh, so this year I just want to be 
12 games, but 12 fairly sizable games. So we're going with stuff like This Guy is Six, Divinity Original Sin 2, games that I claim to love, but I've never actually finished. So I want to, yeah, I want to finish all my favorite games and uh, probably take the time to do them. So okay. that's my goal for this year. Fair enough. That's a reasonable goal, especially once your uh, once your time is limited, as yours has been. That's a reasonable goal. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. We've had a, a good start to 2023 in terms of the game challenge already. I finished Stars from the Divine Force. Yeah. Um, Sean has finished God of War. Unbelievable. Bedroth finished Helltaker. Joe the Chode is participating this year. He's shooting for 100 games. <laughs> and uh, he's already finished, and yet it moves. Resident Evil 2 Remake, Sniper Art of Victory, Adam Zombie Smasher, Braid, and VVVVVV. Was he on like six now? Yeah, he's at six. Yeah. And then Golden Coyote, who is participating this year, has finished one Super Mario Odyssey. So not a bad start to the year. We have a lot more people participating this year. Yeah, it's almost back to front. Last year, I was I was bashing games out straight away, and there was like very little on the competition, and now it's uh, totally the other way around. Well, at least you know you should be able to finish more games than Dan this year. Maybe. Dan didn't complete anything last year. He didn't. No. What a piece of crap. What a piece of crap. Dan, you slacker. Oh, man. I'm nervous. Are you ready to do this? This is going to take the entire episode to maybe run through this draft. Are you ready to get it underway? Yeah, and I will just say, last year my list was fucking cursed. Everything I picked didn't come out. I hope that doesn't, I hope that doesn't happen this year because I want to pick some good games and I want them to come out. So. Indeed, indeed. Um, okay, so as we get started with the draft, we have seven people participating. Myself, you, Kyle, Sean, Bedroth, Zanku, and Viz. We have seven people playing along this year. I think it's safe to leave it at 13 games per person, right? As we mm -hmm. had it last year. That's one less than we had last year, and we still had enough games to go around for everybody to choose from. So we'll leave that the way it is. Let me... What do I have to do in order to start the draft? I always forget how to do this. Set draft order randomly. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like the draft order, after being set randomly, is Sean... Myself, Bedroth, Kyle, Zanku, Damn. Viz, and Sev. Fuck, I didn't get se I got seven plays. You got seventh out of seven. <sighs> and Sean got put at first. I'm assuming that's the draft order, the way that the list changed at the top. I don't know for sure, because I don't remember how that actually works. <laughs> Uh, but I do have a big start drafting button now, so are you ready to get this underway? Yeah. Here we go. Best of luck to everybody in the RPG era. Fantasy Critic 2023. Uh, well, I call it Thunderdome, but I don't want to confuse people because we are doing Thunderdome today. Start drafting. Wait, warning. Once you start drafting, you can no longer add or remove players, and the draft order is locked in. However, if you need to, you can reset the draft by pressing the reset draft link in the sidebar. Yeah, we're going to do that a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to you wanna, you wanna reorder it again? <laughs> oh, that's not really fair, is it? But... You want to do a, a best five four out of seven series or something yeah yeah just hit just hit the button reset every, like until i get number one uh, all right i'm clicking okay i'm not going to reset the link or the list <laughs> oh it didn't start start drafting oh there we go the draft is currently in progress it is your turn to draft oh damn that was fast so sean auto drafted tears of the kingdom um, you have a minute, I think, right, to draft, although I don't see a, a countdown timer, which is really unfortunate. Um, I also don't know how to draft a fucking game. Oh, there we go. <laughs> All right. I took Final Fantasy 16. Oh, my God. This is flying, dude. This might not even take that long. Now we hit Sanku, who's not on all draft. So. Yeah. Bedroth drafted Octopath Traveler 2. Kyle drafted Resident Evil 4 Remake. And now we're on Zanku. Okay. So as we wait, uh, we'll do, we'll do sporadic. I was going to do like like 
minute by minute updates, but I didn't realize how fucking fast this was going to go. Yes. Yeah, so, well, that, yeah, I, I, I realized that. <laughs> um, what, what we'll do then is jump into what's new with you, because I do have something new to talk about this week on the show. I did finish, as I mentioned, I finished Star Ocean, the Divine Force a little bit ago. Had a lot of fun with that game. I thought it was really, really a, a nice throwback JRPG to the PS2 era. Um, you really need to play that one. I think you would get a lot of enjoyment out of the Divine Force. But once I finished that, I moved on immediately to Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion, which came out uh, like the 15th of December or the 14th or 13th or something like that of December. Yeah. And I haven't played Crisis Core in a long time. Now, I tend to only play through games once anyway. I very rarely will play through games more than one time. So the only time I've played through Crisis Core was when it initially released on the PSP back in like 2007 or 2008 or something like that. And right from the start, I can still tell that this is a 14-year-old game, that this okay. is a game rooted in the mid 2000s, right? Like, I can tell that this just, it doesn't feel like a full remake because it's not, right? Like, this is not a full remake as the way Final Fantasy VII Remake was a full remake. Yeah. This is more or less kind of like an upscaled remaster, but with things remade in the same engine that they made Final Fantasy VII Remake in. If that makes any sense to you. Yes, yeah. My understanding, um, Crisis Core was originally a PSP game, is that correct? It was, yes. Yeah, fair. And, like, for example, um, the graphics were remade in Unreal Engine 4, the same engine used to remake Final Fantasy VII, but it doesn't change other things. Like, there are some cutscenes that were present back in the original game on the PSP that are the original cutscenes still. Okay, yeah. So those aren't remade in the new models or whatever. Like, they use their old looks and their old assets. It's a little jarring at first, but you get used to it pretty quickly. Um, because this game is pretty heavy on cutscenes at times. Like, you know, it's, it's again, a very... Older, much like Star Ocean, a very older style JRPG. Mm-hmm. Um, so there will be times where you take 10 steps and you're in a cutscene, and you take 10 more steps and you're in a cutscene. Why isn't this draft moving? Zenku must not be paying attention. No, no, I don't think it's definitely how definitely not 60 seconds on the clock because you should have moved by now. Yeah, so hang on before I finish this, can I? I can either draft the game for him or so pause. Went. Oh, he picked. Holy shit. He's paying attention. But now is Viz paying attention? Nah, mate. He couldn't find, he couldn't find a page. <laughs> he sent me a picture saying the page is not found. So I don't even think he's in the right part of Fantasy Critic. Um, We'll see. Let him know, let him know it's his turn. Let's give him a chance. Let him know it's his turn. We'll give him a chance. And if he doesn't respond, I can choose the game for him. Or the only other option would be to pause the draft, set him because I, I thought it would set him as auto if he wasn't here. I guess that's not the case. So let him know it's his turn, and we'll go from there. Yeah, I've just let him know now. Um, it'll either have to be he's in, or you will owe him because otherwise he's going to be. Or just tell him. me what game. Yeah, he could make his picks through you, right? And I'll just choose them for him. <laughs> 
but it'll be like, I want, I want, I want this game, and I'll be like, Brian Fizz says he wants this game, and you'll be like, that game's not eligible. So then I'll have to tell him that, <laughs> that game's not eligible, and yeah, that that'll take longer. Well, it would help if you would look to see what's been chosen. <laughs> You can't even find the page, mate. That's why I can't pick. I know. Well, like I said, I have it up to where I can choose Viz's game for him. Um, basically, what I would do is just go by hype level or hype factor. I'm not going to, I wouldn't intentionally screw him over. You know what I mean? Viz, you're excited for uh, Crime Boss Rock A City, right? Yeah, yeah. Pick that fight for him. AEW Fight Forever. I'm sure you want that on your list. Yep, yep. <laughs> Now, one thing that I've been doing a lot of in Crisis Core Reunion is side missions, which is a little surprising to me because I tend to avoid a lot of side missions unless they're really fun. And I wouldn't classify the side missions in Crisis Core Reunion as really fun. The way they do their side missions, there's probably over a hundred of them. And the way that they do them is from the save point. You can access like a a mission board and it will warp you to whatever location the mission is taking place in. You usually have to kill an enemy or two or three enemies and then the mission ends and you get taken back to the save point. That's quite nice. That sounds quite nice to be fair. It's very easy and it's very quick, which is why I've been doing them. That's the reason I've been doing them is because they're very quick. And they give decent rewards. So a lot of them give new materia and stronger materia, which, you know, could eventually become spells for your character, like cure or fire, blizzard, thunder, whatever. Right. Like materia are your spells. But these missions are also how you acquire upgrades to your abilities, such as being able to equip more than two accessories. You have to do a side mission to increase your slots to four. You have to do side missions to unlock the summon materia after you defeat the summons in the base game. And then you have to defeat them again in the mission board to un- actually get their materia. Um, I've been having a lot of fun just doing some of the story, getting to a save point, and then knocking out a couple missions. That's kind of my my path that I've been following. Like, each new save point I come to, I will see if any new missions have unlocked. I will go over the ones that are available, and I'll pick a few that are giving decent rewards, do those, and then continue on with the game. So that way I'm getting a nice mix and blend of the main story with the side stuff. Because other than those side missions and the main story, which the game is guiding you through the entire time, the only other exploration that's in the game is before you accept the next main mission. You can walk around Midgar, you can walk around the slums, you can walk around headquarters and talk to people. But there's nothing really super important that I've discovered up and I'm in chapter five. And according to the trophies, there's 10 chapters. So I'm roughly halfway through the game at this stage. Up to this point, as I've been walking around Midgar, I haven't found anything that's like super important other than the main missions. You can talk to random NPCs and join fan clubs and they'll send you mail every now and then in the in-game UI, which is stupid. But I guess something to do. Um, there are other characters that if you talk to them, will they'll unlock other missions for you in the mission board. So that's kind of cool. Um, but other than that, there's not a ton to see. I haven't found any treasure chests just 
out in Midgar in the city. Like, it just exists for you to walk around and talk to people in between the main story missions. Now, I am being back in this universe. Obviously, I'm a big fan of the story of Final Fantasy VII when Crisis Core came out and tied some things up by introducing what happened before the events of Final Fantasy VII. I really enjoyed that. I'm enjoying it again, you know, getting to see characters that are way more important in Final Fantasy VII start to take shape here in Crisis Core, while also just remembering how much of a badass Zack actually is. Have you, You've never played Crisis Core, have you? Yeah. So I'm not going to spoil some things here then. Anyway, the game just came out, and I, even though I know it's a 14-year-old game, it's still a fresh game right now since it's been re-released. Plus, you haven't played it. I remember we talked about you jumping in to Final Fantasy VII now that you have a PS5. Mm -hmm. Did you decide if you were going to start with Crisis Core since it technically is the beginning when you do? Um, I didn't decide with which one, no. It'll literally be whichever one I find in the shop and pick. Okay. Well, they probably will both be readily available by the time you're mm -hmm. ready to get them. So um, I hope you start with Crisis Core because it will set up the world to Final Fantasy VII a bit more fun for you. You'll, you know, get some more enjoyment out of some of the other characters once you get to Final Fantasy VII Remake. And then, shit, if you wait long enough, um, Part 2 of Final Fantasy VII Remake might be available since that's coming out either end of this year or early next year. Yeah, yeah. So, a lot of Final Fantasy VII on the horizon to enjoy. And I'm looking forward to getting to the end of Crisis Core. I don't know if I will be able to do that this weekend. I'm actually honestly going to try. I'm going to see if I can finish the game this weekend. Um, I am maybe... So, again, I'm on Chapter 5, but I've been doing a lot of side missions. I'm probably seven hours in, Okay. if I had to guess. Uh, and how long to beat currently has Crisis Core Reunion main plus sides at 21 hours. Oh, yeah, you got but I haven't done all the side missions. I have a ton that are open that I haven't done yet. If I just was focusing on main story, how long to beat says 13 hours. Mm -hmm. So I should have plenty of time left, um, especially because I've been focusing so much on those side missions. Completionists can get 45 hours out of this game. I won't, I won't complete it 100%. I won't stick around that long, um, but I will stick around for a while so I'll probably get upward to 20 plus hours which means honestly at seven hours in there is a chance playing it the rest of the day today and pretty much all day tomorrow outside of when you and I are recording podcasts mm -hmm. there is a chance I can dump like another 14 15 hours into this game over the span of two days right but yeah. I don't know if I will chances are I won't but I, I, I might if it sucks me in either way I will finish this game next probably in the next few days before I move on to my next game, which, I mean, if I don't finish this by this coming up Friday, my next game is One Piece, surprisingly enough. Yeah, mine as well. But I do have, um, checked out from Gamefly right now, I have, to make Dan proud, Modern Warfare 2. Why, though? Just Why? To, play this, to play through the campaign. Yeah? Yeah. I like the campaigns in Call of Duty. They're always fun to play through, and they never last more than five hours, so they're very quick. Okay. So I will I will play through that campaign. So I'm sending I already sent Star Ocean back. It's already on its way back to Gamefly. That is what I'm um replacing One Piece with. Like One Piece will ship in place of Star Ocean. And then I have Modern Warfare out. And the next game that I'm getting from Gamefly is on January twenty fourth, I think. My birthday, which is Hyperdimension Neptunia. Okay. Because I'm buying for spoken. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy Forspoken. So. <laughs> uh, right. uh, any any update from Viz? Uh, he is no longer active online, so I think you need to auto-draft him, to be fair. Should we should we start this over? Nah. Are you able to just pause it, set him to auto-draft, and then unpause it? Oh, I don't know. Let me pause the draft. Okay, draft has been paused. And now, let me look. Uh, edit player auto-draft. Oh, I can. Wow, you're smart. All right. There's a reason I'm all right sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes you're good at good help. Yeah. All right, Viz has been set to auto draft. Resume draft. Okay. Oh, fucking hell. Got Marvel Spider Man 2. So no, it took Marvel Spider Man 2 for him. And now it's on you. What are you going to choose, Sev? You going to choose Silk Song again? Mate, I think that's about the only thing fucking left in this top top part of the list, isn't it? Mm. There's still a couple big games left. There is, but I think, yeah, the smartest choice was Silk Song. Did you go with that? Oh, you did. Okay, okay. So you ducked Silk Song, and then we are back to. Oh, you again. Oh, it's Snake Drafting. I forgot it's Snake. I guess we could have changed it, but I don't care. I prefer Snake Drafts. Or not Snake Drafts, uh, these type of drafts. Yeah, I'm doing a risky one here. Oh, Jedi Survivor. That was going to be my next choice. Okay. Yeah. All right, so then it took Street Fighter Six for Viz, and now we are on Zanku again, so we'll see if he's still paying attention. We'll give him several minutes before we set up an auto-draft. Yeah, we'll give him the next segment. Uh... Basically, we'll give him the next segment <laughs> like we did for Viz. <laughs> because at least through the rest of the show, we know if it's just you and I with how fast it makes these auto-picks, we can finish it up still. Yes, yes. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got for Crisis Core without spoiling some of the story stuff, and I don't want to do that. So, oh, he is paying wow. attention because I just got a notification. He took Diablo 4. Oh, Kyle took Fire Emblem Engage. Bedroth got Sea of Stars. What is that one? <laughs> oh, now it's back to me. Fire Emblem Engage is going to be my next pick. I should have known Kyle would have that high. Yeah, Fire Emblem Diablo 4 were like my next few. All right, what am I going to go with? What am I taking? What am I taking? I am going to go with, boy, Risky, but if you know me, you know I have to. I'm taking Armored Core 6. Which means Sean got Dead Space Remake and Like a Dragon Eshin. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, it's back to me. Um... My watch list is gonna run out fast. Oh man! All right, uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Hogwarts Legacy. Hey, you come to it. You can have that. Bedroth got Pikmin Four. Kyle got Forza. (laughs) Interesting. And now we're back to Zanku. All right. Uh, Moving on. Let's jump to a little Sean Waltman lightning round. Sev, we only had two news stories this week. It was kind of a light week. Um, as as we've been mentioning on the show, right, the last three weeks now, uh, this time of year is is generally pretty light. And not a lot of things happen. But we did have one major thing happen this past week in terms of gaming news coming out of CES. And that is that. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll put 10 minutes on the clock line. I'm against right now. Sorry. Forgot to share. <laughs> uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment has announced Project Leonardo, an accessibility controller kit for PlayStation 5 that aims to make gaming more accessible for players with disabilities. Zenku took Suicide Squad. Viz got Wolong Fallen Dynasty. The choice is now back to Sev for the next two picks. Um, this controller here is quite a bit different looking than the accessibility controller that Microsoft has released onto the market. And what it is, is basically a customizable controller, right? The easiest Mm -hmm. way to, to describe it is a customizable controller that lets you swap what a button is actually assigned to. And you can 
kind of put individual buttons on these circular pads, right? There's like a, there is a joystick on the end of it and then connected to that joystick is a circle. And then there's three, six, eight. So there's eight individual buttons surrounding the circle and one big button in the middle. Okay. And it's kind of a cool looking controller. I think it would be insanely challenging to adapt to having utilized a regular controller for my entire life. However, having a disability and never being able to utilize a traditional controller, I could see this being relatively easy to pick up and learn how to navigate and use, if that makes sense. Yeah. So are the, are the buttons customizable? Are you able to like change They are. Right? You can. See, one, one thing I like to do is, if I'm feeling really lazy, is like play with one hand and oh just like light, light the controller on the side. And you, you can play many JRPGs that are turn-based with one hand. You can. Um, so yeah, I've always thought about buying a one-handed controller. So fair, seeing seeing what the price of these things are whenever they come out might sway me to buy one. Um, just so, so this can... is a instead of a disability controller, this is a Seva's lazy controller. Yeah, this is enabling me. To, this is enabling me to be <laughs> lazy. <laughs> Yeah, I think they look cool, to be fair. Fair enough. All right, all right. Updates on the draft. Sev, you chose Hades 2 and Bayonetta Origins. Yeah, I don't know why I chose Hades 2, because it's going into early access first. That's okay. I remember that as soon as I pressed draft the game. Viz then got Atomic Heart. Zenku took Assassin's Creed Mirage. Kyle took Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Ooh, we'll see if that comes out. Uh, Bedroth took Thiet Rhythm Final, uh, Final Bar Line. Yeah. And now it's back to me. Okay, let me make my pick. Uh, I will go with I don't know I will go with um boy I'm torn between two right now I don't know which one to go with I think I'm gonna go with Mina the Hollower okay which means Sean took Alan Wake 2 and Horizon Call of the Mountain which then puts it back to me. So I will go with... Fuck, this is challenging, dude. It's, it's going to be a lot. Uh, I'm going to go with... Fun, though. It's fun. You got you to gotta play it smart. I don't know if this is smart. Their games tend to be good sometimes. I'm going to go with Redfall. Is this, this going to be your, your Balan this year? Maybe, maybe. Oh, Bedroth got Fight Forever! Wow. Okay. Ooh, I got Forspoken. Kyle got Forspoken. Zanku is pick is up. All right. Uh, Sev, what's our next news story? Our last news story of the lightning round. January's free games on PlayStation and Xbox are now available. Starting with Microsoft, users can download Iris Fall and Autonauts. Moving on to PlayStation, users can download Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Axiom Verge 2, and Fallout 76. The discrepancies between Xbox and Microsoft each month are so vast now. Like, it's not even a competition anymore. It is not even a competition anymore. Yeah, to good, be fair. Good month for PlayStation. Great month for PlayStation. Yeah, everyone should have played um, Jedi Fallen Order by now. Anyone who's interested in it, um, myself, I haven't played it, so... But now's know. the time. It's free yeah, yeah. January. The new one comes out in March. Now is the time to play it. Now is the time. Uh, we don't have any release dates to go over. We don't have any delays. So that's already the end of the Sean Waltman lightning round. But before we end the segment, we do have draft updates. Um, Zanku took Football Manager 2024 as his yearly installment pick. He's clever. He's clever. Viz then took Wild Hearts and you are now making choices. So you have selected Senua's Saga Hellblade 2 so far. And now it is still on you. I'm taking Stalker 2 as well. Okay. All right. We'll see if that gets out there. Viz got Lies of P. All right. Nice. Nice. All right, all right, all right. Uh, we'll let the draft keep going. We're back on Zanku. That is the end of the Sean Wolman <laughs> lightning round. 
This is Kyle, and one day you can be too. Every Friday, I host what is soon to be your favorite podcast, The Media Files. Me and one of my best friends talk about pop culture happening so that you don't look like an uncultured swine during those boring water cooler conversations. Laughs are shared, tears are cried, and sometimes we have really interesting special guests that you might be familiar with. Download The Media Files wherever you download podcasts, and remember, be kind, be honest, and we'll see you later. Sev, you know what that music means. It is time for the new release roulette. We are back to having games release once again. And this week, we have two. Two that I'm actually pretty interested in. So let's uh, let's go over these games that are coming out. Game number one, coming on Thursday to PC, PS5, PS4, and Nintendo Switch. It is Vengeful Guardian Moonrider. Vengeful Guardian Moonrider is a side-scrolling action platformer that channels the golden age of classic 16-bit action games in a full-throttle quest for revenge. Created to defend a totali- uh, totalitarian state, almost said that wrong, the Moonrider rejects its programming and now seeks vengeance on its creators. I think this looks dope as hell. Yeah, it does look very nice, too fair. Yeah, this game looks really fucking cool. I will play this somewhat soon, I think. Um, looks like it's back to me in terms of the draft. Mm-hmm. Zenku chose After Us. Kyle got the Plucky Squire. Bedroth got Robocop Rogue City. And now we are back to me. So let me make a selection here. Um, my watch list is pretty bare, but still available to an extent. Yeah, my, my watch list is running on fumes at the moment. Is this game listed in here anywhere? Oh, it is. I'm going to take this. Trails into Reverie. It's available. It is available. Is it? Wait, warning. That game already has reviews. How does it have reviews? It's eight in, eight in Japan, isn't it? Japan. But since when? There's no reviews. There's one. Yeah, There's I one, not, re- I one review from zero last year because it was previously released. Yeah, but it should let you. It says it should let you still draft it, and it is. It's still letting me draft it. It just says warning: that game already has reviews. You as league manager can override these settings. Use the select next game button under manage actions. What? Manage actions. Sorry, I'm just looking now. Select next game. I don't see that. Oh, so it's asking you to like override the draft system and select that game for you. No, I don't think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna try something. Hey, I'm gonna go back with it. Hang on. I could see if it already had a score on Open Critic from being available in Japan, but this doesn't have a score. Let me see what happens if I click draft game. Oh, it won't let me. Okay, you're right. It don't it won't let me draft it. <laughs> All right, well, uh, forget that. Um, all right, well, if that can't be drafted, then I will go with Ayudin Chronicle 100 Heroes. Nice. Sean took Company of Heroes 3 and The Wolf Among Us 2, and now it's back to me. I'm going to go with... Boy, I feel like I'm just loading up on JRPGs this year. I'm going, so with, many I'm going with Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Ooh. Uh, of course, Skull and Bones. This one. Oh, my God. Skull and Bones to Bedroth. Oxenfree 2 to Kyle. And we are back on Zadku. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Game number two coming on Friday <laughs> to PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, and Xbox One. It's One Piece Odyssey. The famed pirate Monkey D. Luffy and his straw hat crew are sailing across the new world in search of the next island and the next adventure that awaits them. But during their voyage, they are caught in a storm and shipwrecked. Washed up on a lush tropical island and surrounded by raging storms and separated from his crew, Luffy sets off on a grand new adventure to find his friends and escape the island. I don't know the first thing about One Piece. 
but I know for a fact this game looks fucking dope. Yep, we're on the same island there. I have uh, little to no knowledge of One Piece at all. I can tell you that Luffy is stretchy and apparently yes, he's stretchy. Um, and I know there are a lot of episodes, but I've never seen one. But I think this game looks phenomenal. Um, the point where I have paid for my copy now and it is my pre-order has been paid for so it will arrive in the post when it becomes available so I'm banking on this one it looks like a Dragon Quest game it does it looks almost identical to Dragon Quest 11 so I'm really excited for this game I think it looks so charming like a lot of fun to play and I don't think you really need to know anything about One Piece to get enjoyment out of it. It's still going to be a, a, a complete experience from start to finish, you know what I mean? We just might not have the background to some of these characters that other people are going to have. Yes, very true. But it still looks good. It still looks really good. Uh, those are our only two games coming out this week. So scoring the highest, scoring the lowest, I don't think it really matters this week. I think both of these games are going to actually score relatively well. Probably lowest being somewhere in like the maybe high 70s for either of these two. Um, I'm going to go with One Piece coming in slightly above Vengeful Guardian in terms of the scores. Okay. Um, so yeah. One Piece highest, Vengeful Guardian lowest. Yeah, I'd, p- I'd pick One Piece to come in maybe at like an 81, 82, hopefully. So. Okay, okay. Uh, my pick of the week is One Piece Odyssey. Yeah, as I said, I've already brought it, so I'm hoping it's good. All right, fair enough. That's the uh, new release roulette for this week. Draft updates. Where'd we leave off? So, um, Zanku. We left off with Zanku. He took Tekken 8. Viz took Replaced. Good choice. That's what I was going to take next, actually. And then, Sev, you are making selections. You just chose Atelier Ryza 3. Mm-hmm. And, oh, never mind. You chose Atelier Rise of 3 and Planet Alana, which you had Planet Alana last year as well, before it got delayed. I did, yeah. And then, so Viz's first choice was actually Dead Island 2. His most recent choice was replaced, and now we're back on Zanku. Yeah, Viz has just, is just messaged me to say, yeah, he'll make his pick in a second. Um, unfortunately, we're already going, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't like, sit that long waiting for you to make a pick. 40, <laughs> 45 minutes later. Oh, hang on, guys. I got it. I'll be there in a minute. I got it. Hang on. I'll be there. I'll be right there. I'll be right there. Oh, man, this is fun. All right. Um, Sev, it's time for a little Thunderdome. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Oh, man, the most wonderful time of podcasting. I don't know. You just left the most wonderful time of the year with Christmas, right? So this is the most wonderful time of the year for our show, even though we do it four times a year. And that is Thunderdome. For those that might be just tuning in for the first time, I apologize if you are. But um, if you've never seen us do a Thunderdome before or heard us do a Thunderdome before, what we do is we take all of the major and minor and as many of the games, not every game because there's so many, but we take enough of the interesting ones that we can find over the span of a quarter. So quarter one is January, February and March. Any game releasing in that time frame, we put on a list, we throw them into the Thunderdome and then we take turns eliminating them one by one based on our hype levels. So the games we are hyped for the least 
get ranked at the bottom. The games we are hyped for the most get ranked at the top. We put together our own individual hype lists. I put together my list. Sev put together his list. Usually Kyle's on the show with us. He is up in Canada this weekend. However, he did send his list to me. I have his list. He is participating in Thunderdome this quarter still, even though he's not here physically. Um, His list is ranked in his own hype levels. And we will go back and forth, taking turns, eliminating games that we are the least hyped for and see what is left standing at the end of the eliminations looking back at q1 or i'm sorry looking back at just 2022 as a whole for q1 the winner was horizon forbidden west q2 was chrono cross the radical dreamers edition that's when i arrived yeah yep q3 and you could tell because q3 was the legend of heroes (laughs) trails from zero and then q4 is a plague tale requiem which you actually had as number one that quarter as well yeah so every every thunderdome i've done so far my number one game has landed at number one Um, I i don't believe it will continue but we if it know. does, it does. Yeah, you never know. But uh, you never can tell what's going to be left standing at the end of Thunderdome. We do have what's called a Shedmoo save, and each of us will get the opportunity to save one game throughout the course of the Thunderdome from elimination. So Sev, if, if, if Sev eliminates a game that I want to save, I can choose to save it, but then I lose my save. Sev can no longer eliminate that game, and if it came down to the end where it was just that game and one game left and it was Sev's turn, we would have to skip Sev since he already tried to eliminate that game previously. Yes. So we have 37 games on the list for Thunderdome this quarter. Before we read it, we got some draft updates. Uh, Zanku took Blanc. Mm-hmm. Kyle took Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2. Lucky boy. Bedroth got nine souls. I don't know what that is. No, I've got one. <laughs> now we're back to me. All right. Let me see if I have anything left on my watch list before I start just choosing random ass games. Um, I do. I have some some watch games left. I am going to go with... Man. Okay, no, I'm not going to do that. I think it will get delayed. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go with... Uh... <sighs> hang on, hang on. I don't know where to go. Um, Silent Hill 2 Remake. Ooh, nice. And then Sean got F-123 and Like a Dragon? Is that the same? That's like, isn't that Ishan? What's that? Does he have that twice now? Oh, no, there's two that were announced, weren't there? There's three. That's right. Okay, so he's got both Yakuza games on his list so far then. The man who raised his name, yeah, yeah. That's the Kiryu one. Yeah, so he's got both Yakuza games on his list so far. <laughs> Let's see if he gets the third one as well. All right, we're back to me then. Um, I will go with... I am going to go with... I don't even know. Um, I'll take my yearly installment. I'll take MLB The Show. Uh-huh. Badroth got System Shock. Kyle got One Piece. There you go. Kyle got One Piece. Okay. And now we're back to Zanku. All right. 37 games on the list for Thunderdome Q1 2023. Those 37 games are One Piece Odyssey, Vengeful Guardian Moonrider, A Space for the Unbound, Fire Emblem Engage, Forspoken, Hyperdimension Neptunia Sisters v. Sisters, Dead Space Remake, Inculinati, I think is how you say that. I always say that one wrong. Inculinati, Season A Letter to the Future, SpongeBob SquarePants The Cosmic Shake, Deliver Us Mars, Hogwarts Legacy, Blunk, Wanted, Dead, Feet Rhythm Final Bar Line, Tales of Symphonia Remastered, Wild Hearts, Atomic Heart, Like a Dragon Ishin, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Blood Bowl 3, Atelier Ryza 3, Alchemist of the End, and The Secret Key, Kerbal Space Program 2, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe Edition, Octopath Traveler 2, Destiny 2 Lightfall, Void Terrarium 2, 
Scars Above, Wo Long, Fallen Dynasty, Oni, Road to Be the Mightiest Oni, Skull and Bones, Mato Anomalies, The Legend of Heroes, Trails to Azure, Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Resident Evil 4 Remake, and Crime Boss, Rock A City. 37 games on the Thunderdome list. Are you ready to figure out our order? Yeah, if I can figure out how to roll the dice. Do you remember how to roll a dice? No, because we had to change it, didn't we? We it's did. Not... We did. And I don't remember how we did it either. <laughs> in three months, been seven hours and 15 days. What a great fucking song, dude. Um, How do we roll dice? What were we even using to roll the dice? It was that new bot I brought in. Um. Oh, that's right. You just type. That's right. You type slash roll and Ash then roll. space. And then your message is 1d20. Yep, that's it. So slash roll and then 1d20. I rolled a five. Sev, you rolled a 13. And now I'm going to roll for Kyle. Roll for Kyle. Kyle rolled a 10. Boom. So our order is Sev first, Kyle second, me third. So Sev, Kyle, me. All right. Before we begin draft updates, where'd we leave off? Zanku chose Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life. Viz chose Sons of the Forest. Sev, we're back to you. Let me load Kyle's list and scroll to the bottom because I don't want to see it. All right. There we go. I am at the bottom of Kyle's list. Now I cannot see what's above it. Did you manage to get to the bottom without seeing any of it? I did, but I just realized when I have to eliminate games off and I'm going to have to look at it anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, do you want to kick us off? Do you want to begin Thunderdome? Because you are first. What is uh, number 37 on your list? Just dropping some games. I see you chose Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp and Pepper Grinder. I did. Which let Viz take Homeworld 3. Nice. And now we're back to Zanku. Okay. So while we're waiting for Mr. Zanku, uh, I'll kick us off with my number 37. It's going to be Skull and Bones. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. I had that. I'm not going to save it. And Kyle's not saving it either. Um, I had that at 33 on my list. And Kyle has that at number 28 on his list. And he said, let me know how it is, Sean. <laughs> it was never going to last long on this list, to be honest. Um, I got told off last time for keeping some games longer than I thought I should, even though I realistically wanted to knock them off at the beginning. So I'm going to do it properly this year. Okay. Skull and Bones is going off first. All right. Skull and Bones has been eliminated in the number 37 spot. See ya, Skull and Bones. Uh, next up is Kyle, then. And in Kyle's number 37 spot is Hyperdimension Neptunia Sisters v. Sisters. And he said, LOL, no. Uh, I'm not going to save it. Are you? No, I'm not saving it. All right. I will play this game. I will yeah. say that much. I will absolutely play this game. Like I mentioned earlier, I have it on my list from Gamefly later this month. I have it in the number 24 spot on my list. I don't think this looks as good as some of the other Hyperdimension Neptunia games that I've played, mm -hmm. but I still will play it. Where do you have it at on your list? Uh, so I have it at number 34. It was good okay. in a few for me as well. Yeah, yeah so it would have came off soon anyway. Fair enough. All right. All right. Hyperdimension Neptunia gone. Now we move to me in the number 37 spot on my list is Blood Bowl 3. Yeah, I'm not saving it. Neither is Kyle. Where do you have it at? Uh, 26. I do think these uh, interesting looking games, they just uh, just look a little too complicated. Kyle has it at 24 okay. and said, I've never played these, but honestly, I would. 
Yeah, yeah, just tactical turn-based uh, NFL games on there. Just pretty cool. Back to me. We are back to you. Yep, I just took off number 37 on my list. Oh, we have some draft updates if you want to do that. Uh, Zanku took Little Devil Inside, which let Kyle auto-draft Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Bedroth got Kerbal Space Program 2, and we are back to me. All right, let me figure this out. I am going to go with... I hope this isn't a mistake. The game's still available. I'm going to take it with the notion that I might have to drop it later, and that's Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Sean then took the last case of Benedict Fox and Black Myth Wukong. So we are back to me now, making a selection. I will go with... I will go with Gunbrella. Nice. Which is a Devolver game. Mm-hmm. And that let Bedroth auto-draft... How did he get Trails into Reverie? Motherfucker. This thing is broken. I'm pissed. <laughs> I tried to draft that a long time ago. It told you no. It said I couldn't draft it. What the fuck? If I had that last year, there was some game I tried to draft and it didn't work, and then... And didn't it let me draft it? It was over you or Viz. You managed to draft it like a month later, yeah. Anyway, I, whatever. I'll let him have it. Yeah. Bedroth can take Trails into Reverie. Kyle got Metal Slug Tactics, and Zanku is now choosing. All right. Uh, go ahead. Number whatever's next on your list. Uh, number 36 on my list is going to be the Destiny Lightfall. Number 35 on my list. Uh, Kyle and I are not saving it. Yeah. And Kyle actually had that at 36 on his list. Okay. We were all determined there to get it, get it out. And Kyle said, I can't believe this is still going. Is Dan in this Thunderdome? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, if you're listening, Kyle and Sev had Destiny 2 at 36, and I had it at uh, 35. <laughs> so no your games are never going to make it that long anymore, buddy. Your games aren't going to make it that far. Better come back to the show. Come back to Thunderdome. All right, Kyle's next. In the number 35 spot on Kyle's list, and this one hurts, it's One Piece Odyssey. Uh, I'm not saving it. And Kyle said, I don't really care about One Piece. Yeah, I don't either, but the game looks great, so. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're not saving it? Let me think. Give me a second. With, I'm trying not to look at Kyle's top of his list. I don't want to see the rest. I'm just looking at my list and at my numbers, one through ten, what I realistically see falling off. I'm not going to save it. I'm not going to save it either. <sighs> Though I want to. I thought about it. I heavily thought about it. I have it at number 10. Okay. Um, I had it at number five. Okay. All right. Um, one piece is gone. Oh, shit. I'm not putting our, our stuff on the thing. Um, I took off Blood Bowl 3, and then you took off Destiny 2, and Kyle took off One Piece. Otherwise, I won't have the list of order of eliminations at the end of the Thunderdome. All right, uh, we are back to me, and in the number 36 spot on my list is Wanted Dead. Are you going to save that? Kyle is not. No, I'm going to save that. I had it at 29. Kyle had it at 33, okay. and he said, this looks dumb and has a dumb name. Yeah, and it's also been made by Prime Matter under their umbrella, so it's a, it's a proceed with caution, if ever I saw one. <laughs> All right, Wanted Dead is gone, which means we're back to you. Okay, so the next one for me is another Proceed with Caution, um, because even though it's got a funny premise and it's got a good cast, I don't think it's actually going to be very good. 
but that's going to be um, Crime Boss Rock AC. All right, no saves from me, no saves from Kyle. I have that in a in a very similar mindset as you, proceeding with caution. I have it at number twenty seven on my list. Okay. Even though the cast is fucking stacked. Mm-hmm. And then Kyle on his list, he has it at. Where is it? 18. Has it at 18 on his list? And he said, Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. I guess he's excited for Vanilla Ice. Okay. <laughs> Old little man. <laughs> All right, so wanted, or I'm sorry, Crime Boss Rock A City officially comes off in the number 31 spot, which takes us back to, um, who's choosing right now? Zenku. Okay, Zenku is still drafting because, Sev, you took the unannounced 3D Mario platformer. Yeah, I'm just taking a wild swing. Yeah, we- no, I, I mean, remember I did that last year. I took Donkey Kong and something else, and if sometimes it pays off. Yeah, mainline Fire Emblem, didn't you? Yeah, yeah I did. Out, uh, I did. Yeah, so, but I mean, I wasn't able to keep it, but it did get announced. But, you know, sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. So you took the Mario and NBA 2K24, okay. Uh, Viz got Minecraft Legends and The Last of Us multiplayer game. Ooh, factions, isn't it? And, yeah, I think it's factions. Zenku's on Skate Story. All right, so we're just waiting for Zenku still. We'll give him time. Yeah, yeah. If, if we finish this up and it's not done, then I'll just set him to auto-draft so we can finish the draft during the uh, during the recording. Uh, okay, Kyle's up next in the number 34 spot on Kyle's list is Atelier Ryza 3, Alchemist of the End, and The Secret Key. And he just said, huh? Oh, he doesn't know nothing, does he? He doesn't know a damn thing. I'm not saving it, though, are you? No, I'm not saving it. I know that uh, the Ryza ones of the Atelier series are rated well. I brought one and two, um, so I'm going to pick this up regardless. Um, but yeah, I have it at number 15 on my list. So I have this relatively high on my list in terms or low, I guess I should say, however you want to look at it, um, because I haven't played the other Atelier Ryza games yet. And I don't know if I'll get a chance to. I had it at number 29 on my list. Did you not play Ryza what? I think I might have jumped into it, but I didn't finish it. Okay. Must be someone else to recommend it to me then. That's all it was you. I've played the previous Atelier games. Okay. And I enjoyed them. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I will pick this one up or not. It could be a Gamefly game, actually. Yeah. This could be a, this could be a Gamefly game for me. Yeah. But this, and I will say my own list really surprised me for this quarter. When I sat down to rank my, my, my stuff, this was very surprising for me in terms of what ended up near my top and what didn't. Uh, wow, it's back to me in the draft. Okay. Um, Zanku took Eternites. Kyle took Seasonal Letter to the Future. Bedroth took F1 Manager 2023. And now we're back to me. I have two choices left before the counter picks. <laughs> what are we going with? Um, hmm. I'm going to take Blasphemous 2. Okay, nice. In the hope that it comes out this year, but I don't know that it does. Yeah, I didn't even realize it was on the horizon, so... Sean took Stellar Blade and Metroid Prime 4 to finish off his list. Um, Now we're back to me then. And my last pick before the counter picks, I will go with... Boy, there are slim pickings at the end of the draft. I guess that's generally how a draft is anyway. Slim pickings, though. Um, I'm taking Mortal Kombat 12 in the hopes that it gets announced. Bedroth got Arc 2. Kyle got Just Dance 2024. <laughs> <laughs> now Zanku's last pick is up. And then you and 
Viz need uh, well Viz needs his yearly installment. You need your last pick, and then we'll do our counter picks. Yeah, I think I technically our oh, Viz technically gets the first counter pick, and then I've got one more game to pick, and then a counter pick. Start the counter picks, right? Oh, Zenku chose Dragon Quest Three HD Two D. What beautiful man! Viz took EA Sports FC. Yeah, that's a new FIFA game. They lost the license. They don't want to pay for oh. license anymore, do they? So. Maybe. Is that yeah, Sanford Football Club, FC? EA yeah, Sports yeah. Football Club? EA Sports Football Club. <laughs> and then it's up to you now to make your last selection. And as you do that, we're on me, right? Yeah. Because Kyle took off Atelier Riza. So in the number 34 spot on my list is a game that I am interested in, but I do not know how it's going to go. And I do not know if it would actually hold my interest, but I'm, I'm intrigued by the concept, but it ended up falling lower and lower as I watched more trailers on other games and they kept getting higher than this one and that's deliver us mars yeah to be fair um i didn't have that massively high i'm not saving it all right at uh, 28 kyle has deliver us mars at 17 and he said this might be dope but it also looks janky yeah sev you got the first counter pick i do actually have the first counter pick yeah because you chose valiant hearts coming home now you have to choose games that we've already chosen from. Are you going to go with something you think is going to get delayed to lock it in on a list? Or are you going to go with something you think is going to bomb to try to get some more points? That's the question. It is the question, isn't it? What do you do? Oh, he's risking it all for a biscuit. He's risking it all. Where's that going? That's where the game I was going to pick just disappeared off the list. Like, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my first kind of pick is uh, Black Myth Wukong. Okay, lock it in. Yeah, but it won't let me. Let the game last kind of pick. Click. Lock it in, Sev. I am literally hitting the button. It's not doing anything. <laughs> try uh, try refreshing. Oh, we're in the error 502 page. Oh, the website. For, I just refreshed too, and it went to a 502. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the website went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the draft. <laughs> oh, uh, we appear... You have broken the website. Anyway, um, back to you. Okay, back to me. Um, I'm going to break the Thunder Dome now because number 32 on my list is Dead Space Remake. Oh, dang. You're not excited for that, huh? No. I'm not saving it. Kyle's not saving it either. I have it at number 17 on my list. Okay. And Kyle has it at 14. Said never played the original, but might give this a shot. I know you're not usually wanting to put remakes, remasters quite high. I, I don't. Thought, I thought you guys were excited for this one. I don't usually put them super high, especially if I've already played it. Um. All right, back to Kyle in the number 32 spot on his list is The Legend of Heroes Trails to Azure. <laughs> He said, I can't wait for this. He said, I can't wait for this to play second in Thunderdome and then no one ever talks about it again. Are you going to save it? Yeah. Okay. I'm wasting my save here because I'm I'm betting that you've got it high. So it should at least get somewhat higher than this disrespectful place that Kyle's trying to put it in. (laughs) All right. So, Sev, your save is gone. The Legend of Heroes Trails to Azure is still on the list. Which means we move to me, and in the number 32 spot on my list is Oni, Road to be the Mightiest Oni. Kyle is not saving it. You cannot save it. Where do you have it at on your list? Number 13. I think this looks cool. 13. Okay. All right. Kyle has it at number 20, and he said, stupid name. Attempt to have the stupidest name. So he's making fun of the name. Okay, stupid name. Attempt to have the stupidest name. Yeah. (laughs) 
All right. And we're back to you. We're back to me. We're on a roll. Number 31 is uh, Resident Evil 4. Oh, my God. Um, I feel like Kyle would be upset. And I feel like he would use his save out of upset here. So I'm going to go with it because that's one of the ones he told me I could use it on. Yeah. Yeah. Based on the other two that he listed, I think they're going to last quite a bit longer. So I'm going to go with Resident Evil 4 Remake for his save. Okay. Fair enough. I can't. I've already scribbled it out on my list now, so it's got to go. <laughs> it's got to go. Sorry. Sorry, Kyle. No, I'm just kidding. I'll unscribble it. All right, which then takes us back to Kyle, and in he can't eliminate Legend of Heroes, So, and the number 31 spot on his list is Void Terrarium 2, and I am not going to save that. You can't save it. Um, I also had that at number 31 on my list. I had it at number 24. Okay, all right. And then we go to me. In the number 30 spot on my list is Kerbal Space Program 2. No one else has any saves left except for me, so we can't save it. Where do you have that at? Kerbal Space Program. It was next on my list. Okay. And then Kyle has that at number 10, actually. Wow. And said, this just looks fantastic. This looks far too advanced. If you're going to simulate building a rocket to that extent, you might as well actually just build a rocket. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, okay, what came off? Uh, Void Terrarium 2. Damn, I keep forgetting to update the list on our um, Void Terrarium 2 and Kerbal Space Program. There it is. Cut and paste. Okay. Um, we're back to you. Is the Fantasy Critic website working? Yes, we are. I have made my cat pick. I picked uh, Black Mage Wukong. Um, this is first. Wukong. I have a hiccup there. Sorry. Um, this is first cat pick with Skull and Bones, and now we're waiting for Mr. Zanku to do his cat pick. All right. All right, indeed. Very nice. Very nice. At least the website. It's still frozen for me. You tried signing in, signing out again. I'm now I signing just, in again. Just did. Like, I'm trying to go into the 2023 list and it's like not loading i'll let it load i'll let it sit for oh there it goes okay it's going now all right um zenku i'm tagging him real quick it's working again okay um now we're back to you it's coming fast number 30 on my list is Horizon Call of the Mountain. You know what? That's a that's a fair fair spot. I have that. I'm not saving it. I have it at number 26 on my list. Okay. Even though I like Horizon, obviously, um, this is unknown territory, right? Like it's a mm -hmm. VR game, new new everything. So we'll see how it goes. Kyle had it at number 26 on his list and said he won't be getting a PSVR 2 immediately. Uh, Zanku counterpicked the last case of Benedict Fox. Ouch, mate. Why? Kyle crossed or counterpicked Arc 2. Bedroth counterpicked NBA 2K24. Wasn't that yours? Yeah. Yeah. So you counterpicked his, he counterpicked yours. Oh, no, wait. You didn't counterpick his. Uh, you counterpicked a Sean pick. Fizz um, pick. No, Black Myth Wukong is Sean. Oh, yeah, yeah. So now I need to draft a counterpick, and that is going to be. Let me look. Let me think. And pick um, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Probably ain't coming out. That's on my list. I'm not going to kind of pick my own game. <laughs> <laughs> 
this come, I, I'm gonna I'm I'm aiming for games that I think are gonna go under a seventy to get points. Okay. I'm not trying to lock something in that's gonna get delayed this year. I'm actually gonna be strategic about this and try to get some points out of it. So I'm gonna go with huh. This is tough. Yeah, no one's picked any like obviously shit games. Yeah. I mean there are a couple, but there are a couple that will probably land around the seventy mark. I will go with I can't oh there we go. Warhammer forty K. And then Sean counterpicked for Spoken and Dead Island Two, which means it's already back to me. Fuck. And then I guess I will counterpick This is not easy this year. I see there's a game that I want to counterpick, but I'm not counterpicking because I want it to be good. <laughs> Yeah. And that's Eternites. I don't okay. want to counterpick that because I want it to be good. But like that's the only thing that's like jumping out at me, like counterpick me, counterpick me. I'm not going to though. Um you know what? I'm gonna go with a, a pick to lock something on someone's list for this one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna lock in the Last of Us multiplayer game on Viz's list. Yeah, and that let Bedroth went with Metroid Prime Four as a counter pick. Kyle went with Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Smart. Probably not gonna come out this year. Now I can't fucking drop it. <laughs> <sighs> and then we're on Zanku. All right. Who are we on in terms of Thunderdome? What did we just eliminate? Kerbal Space Program 2? Yeah, that must have been you, because Kyle had it high, didn't he? Oh, no, wait, no. Uh, call, uh, Horizon, Call of the Mountain was you. Okay. Right? Yeah. You just said that. I just forgot to take it on and put it on the main list. What a messy Thunderdome. Anyway. Uh, well, that's because we're doing the draft at the same time. It's a, it's a crazy, hectic episode. Uh, number 30 on Kyle's list, because we have to skip 32. Since that strills to Azure. Uh, Zenku counterpicked One Piece Odyssey. Viz counterpicked Story of Seasons. You have the last counterpick. Okay. Number 30 on Kyle's list for Thunderdome is Feet Rhythm Final Bar Line. And he said, I like rhythm games. I am not going to save it, though I am very excited for it. I have it at number 18 on my list. Yeah, I had it at 20, 22. And I think it looks quite cool, to be fair. This one is like full of content from other... Like 900 tracks or some, something yeah, crazy yeah. like that. Yeah, it's, it's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. Number 28 on my list is a game that I want to be really good but I'm not sure that it will be. And I tend not to stick with these types of games, such as Monster Hunter when they come out, but I really want this game to be good. Number 28 on my list is Wild Hearts. Okay, fair enough. Um, I think I think this looks all right, to be fair. I put it out at 17. Okay. And it is 22 officially. Kyle has it at 19 and said, this has a chance to be fun, but I'm not going to hold my breath. All right. That means we are back to the draft is complete. Your last side. Ah, oh, you Silent Hill 2. Man. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I do have that. So I have Silent <laughs> Hill 2 and Dragon Age Dreadwolf uh, locked on my list. Sean has Last Case of Benedict Fox, Black Myth Wukong, and Metroid Prime 4 locked on his list. Bedroth has Skull and Bones and Arc 2 locked on his. Kyle's locked is Forspoken, Warhammer 40k, and One Piece Odyssey. Zanku, Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life is locked. Viz has Dead Island 2 and Last of Us Multiplayer game locked. And you just have NBA 2K24 locked this year. I do, I do. So, not too shabby. Good, good draft, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kyle has three of his games coming out in January. Nice. One Piece Odyssey, Fire Emblem Engage, and Forspoken. <laughs> nice. We're going to see points real soon, then. Yep. 
Indeed, good times. Make sure you guys stick with the uh, stick with the league. Add and drop games as needed. If it's not locked on your list, you can drop it at any time. Anytime new games get announced and confirmed, I'm sure my list will look drastically different come the end of the year. Yep, I'm sure sixty percent of my list will not come out. Yep, your your list will get delayed. <laughs> Looking at you, Mario and Advance Wars and Senua's Saga and Hades Two, Jedi, Hades like that, Two yeah. and Silk Song. <laughs> <laughs> good draft good draft uh we're back to you in the thunderdome okay so next up on my list would be uh number 27 uh, the kirby dreamlight deluxe is that what it is uh kirby's return to dreamland deluxe edition yeah okay i am not going to save that because I agree with you that I don't have it ranked that high. I have it at number 22 on my list. Okay. Uh, I think this is a delightful game, but mm-hmm. I've already played it again, and though I will likely play it again, I'm not super hyped for it. Uh, it's something I play at a push, but it's not something I'm going to be um, itching to pick up. So Kyle has this at number 12 on his list, and he said, what a great game with a great refresh. This will be a blast. And that takes us now to Kyle, and in his number... Number 29 spot is Like a Dragon Ishin. And he said, I think this is a Yakuza game. He knows yes. it's a Yakuza game. He it thinks he's Yakuza being game. funny. <laughs> he thinks he's being funny. I'm going to save this. Good, thank you. I'm going to save Like a Dragon Ishin, which means that... All saves have not been saved. All saves have not been used, yeah. All saves have been used. We go to me. Number 25 on my list is Season, A Letter to the Future. Where do you have that at? I'm just trying to find it. At number 14. All right. Right. And Kyle has it at 22 and said, I feel like we see games like this all the time now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. It looks nice. Uh, all right, back to you. On my list next up is, uh, so I had to write a lot of these same shorthand, so I've got the full titles for them, but it's, it's SpongeBob Cosmic Shake. Is that what it is? Yeah, SpongeBob SquarePants The Cosmic Shake. Yep. Nailed it. Yeah, 25 on my list, SpongeBob. I have that at 21 on my list. I will play that at some point Mm -hmm. um, because these games are generally always pretty good. And Kyle had it at number 23 and said, I'll get it as a free PlayStation Plus game in about a year. That's a fair assessment, actually, probably. He's probably not wrong. Yeah, fair assessment, actually. All right, we go back to Kyle. And in the number 27 spot on his list is Mato Anomalies. Mm, Okay. And he said, Tomato, Tomato. Has he got a witty little quip for every one of these? He does. Oh, man. Next time, I'm not going to turn up so just so I can do, like, 40 little witty quips. So <laughs> that sounds like a blast. I had that at number 12 on my list, actually. I had it at number 9. I think okay. it looks good. All right. Um, Kyle's 1 through 9 are intact, as are my 1 through 9. I'm just missing number 5 and number 9. Yeah. So there you go. We go back to me. And I should probably put that on the official list so I don't forget about it. Mato Anomalies. There we go. In the number 23 spot on my list is a game that I will play. I've already played it twice, actually, which is why it's not super hype for me. But I do love this franchise, and that's Tales of Symphonia Remastered. I thought you'd, uh, I thought you'd have that much higher. I've already played it multiple times. You said you love it. I do. Where okay. do you have it at? Number two. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kyle had it at 25. 
and said, never played, but I know it's well regarded. Yeah, exactly, exactly. My God. Well, sorry to get rid of your number two. It's okay. It's back to me. We are back to you. Okay, so I have to, I have to be honest here. I looked at my list like two minutes ago and realized I had Kirby twice and then oh I had to work God. out which game I missed off. Um, oh my God. <laughs> and I figured out the game I, had to mi- I missed off and then I had to decide which Kirby spot it was going to go in. So uh, Kirby came off first, but number 23 on my list is A Space for the Unbound. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Hello. Um I think this looks charming as hell. I gave up mental health. Yeah. I have this at number 13 and Kyle has it at number 16 and said, could be a really cool story. I'm looking forward to it. I apologize. I completely forgot about it. That's okay. A space for the unbound is gone. We now go to Kyle and in the number 21 spot on his list is Inculinati. And he said, it has a lot of potential, but the sound effects might get on my nerves. It's way old. I have it at number 20. I have it at number 10. Oh, we are we are crushing your list right now, Seth. Yeah, it's becoming a massacre is what it is. It's an absolute bloodbath over there in the UK. This is what I get for winning three times in a row and for getting my way three times in a row. Your number one's still there. Don't give up yet. Give up hope. Don't give up hope just yet. Um, what did we just take off? Inculinati. Mm-hmm. That means we go then to me. And in the 19 spot on my list is Scars Above. Okay. I had that number 20, so I wasn't far off you. Yeah, not too far off. I actually think this game looks really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. And it could be quite good. Uh, so I'm actually happy that gets 14 overall. Kyle had that at number 13 and said, this looks like it has the chance to be this year's Returnal. Exactly. I can see yeah. that. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. You and I both saved a Kyle game because he has his number 32 and 29 left on his list still. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kyle saved a U game, right? With Resident Evil. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are back to you. Uh, number 21 on my list is going to be a Blanc. Okay. Coming off officially at number 13. I'm actually excited Blanc got that high. Kyle has that at number 11. His 1 through 9 still intact, by the way, as is mine. Um, Yeah, my 1 through 9 is still intact as well. Uh, Kyle had Blanc at number 11 and said this will be fun to play through with Lindsay. And I have it at number 15. And now we go to Kyle, and in his number 15 spot is Wolong Fallen Dynasty. And Kyle said, prediction, 77 on Metacritic, good combat, buggy, repetitive, awful sound design. Prediction, Kyle is wrong. It's made by by Team Ninja, the Neo team, if I remember rightly. Should hit should hit like an eighty four. Um, yeah, yeah. If it's as close as you're going to get to Dark Souls, as uh, without being Dark Souls, where do you have it? Uh, number eight. I also have it at number eight. Yeah, yep. got potential. Finally broke into my top nine. Kyle's top nine still surprisingly intact. As we get to the top nine, his top nine, well, all he has left is his top nine, I should say. We're, we still have the top 11, but all he has okay. left outside of the games that he tried to eliminate before are his one through nine, which is pretty damn impressive, actually. Yeah. Uh, I have my one through seven left, my nine, 11, 14, and 16, so... Not too shabby. One, three, four, six, seven, eleven, and a few more. So Kyle just knocked off Wo Long, which means we go to me. Mm-hmm. And in the number sixteen spot on my list is Atomic Heart. Okay. Where do you have that at? 
uh, number 18. But the more and more I see of this, the more I'm like, it could actually be pretty good. And that's actually what Kyle said. He said he had it in the number six spot on his list, actually. Wow. And said, I keep thinking this will be bad, but every time I see something, it looks awesome. Mm -hmm. So Atomic Heart officially off at number 11, which takes us back to you. Okay, number 19 on my list is going to be Hogwarts Legacy. Should have saved my save. Where did you have that, Brian? You son of a bitch. Jeremy, in your top 10. Higher than that. I told you the other day, I bet there'll be at least two shitty games in your top 10, and I know which ones they'll be. <laughs> this was fucking one of them. Well, do you think this looks bad? Yeah. No! <laughs> I have this at number one. Damn. Yeah. I have Hogwarts Legacy at number one. I think this looks fucking phenomenal, dude. My opinion about this game completely was blown open and changed when they revealed that flying broom open world gameplay experience like a few weeks ago. Yeah. This looks dope as hell. Kyle has it at number two on his <laughs> list Beautiful. and said, I really hope this is good. I'm almost certainly going to play it. I am buying this. Hogwarts Legacy is a purchase for me. Uh, number one on my list. You had it where? 19. My God. What is wrong with you? I should have I should have saved my save. I'm from Britain and I so uh, the British charm of Hogwarts. There is no charm for me. Whereas if for you guys... <laughs> You find all endearing. I find I don't. Fair enough. All right. Hogwarts Legacy. It made it to the top 10. Officially number 10. But man, that's our first tragedy of the of the uh, Thunderdome this, this quarter. Okay. Uh, back to Kyle. And in the number nine spot on his list is Forspoken. Nice. He said, Wait. cool cool combat and travel, but is there anything else? Where did you have this one, Brian? Number five. This was the other shitty game I knew you'd have. Number five on my list. Another purchase i think for me like yeah. i said i'm buying for spoken number 12 for me it was okay fair enough fair enough number 14 on my list hate to do this to kyle number 14 on my list is resident evil 4 remake again i don't have it as high as like top 10 for me because i've played resident evil 4 before it's a great resident evil one of my favorite resident evils i'm really looking forward to playing through it again but i'm not super hyped because i've already played it kyle has it at number three and said more resident evil let's go one of the best gets better. Oh, this, would be a, this would be a smart pick in the fantasy critic of 21. I don't know who actually got it, but yeah. This Resident, was Resident Evil 4? Yeah, yeah, this is what I was hoping to pick up. But. Oh, no, it's going to it's gonna do well. Yeah, and yeah. it went pretty quick. It went to um, Kyle as his number one overall. Okay, fair. Yeah. Uh, that takes us back to you, Sev. Okay, I'm, I'm unsure why this game has got this high. Um, but it does look pretty good. Uh, number 16 on my list is Vendor Guardians. I think this game looks fucking dope as hell. Yeah. I think this good. game looks great. Number seven officially. Kyle has it at number seven and said this looks amazing. Totally in. And I had it at number 11. Okay. So just outside of the top 10. And you had it at 16. Mm -hmm. So you had it at 16. I had it at 11. Kyle had it at seven and it uh, fell at number seven. So that's just kind of funny how Thunderdome actually works. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of cool. We have six games left. Fire Emblem Engage, Like a Dragon Ishin, Octopath Traveler 2, <laughs> The Legend of Heroes Trails to Azure, Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon, and Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Four of the top six, technically five of the top six are Japanese games. And four of the six are JRPGs. Yeah. 
Well, like a dragon's not a JRPG, is it? Yeah, I'll take it as a JRPG. I, I guess it probably could count. Probably could count. Uh, who are we on? Vengeful Guardian, you just took off, so that means we go to Kyle? Mm-hmm. He still can't eliminate Trails to Azure and Like a Dragon, so he's got to go to his number eight spot, where he has Octopath Traveler 2 at number eight. And he said the first was great but needed improvement. Hopefully this one makes those improvements. That's fair. I had it at number four, and I'm not I'm I have, not drunk. I have it at number seven. Nice. I'm not going to be bitter about it where anything lands now because, yeah, we're in the top six. We'll be top five, so all good. Yeah. I had it at number seven, so I'm really looking forward to Octopath Traveler 2. And then we move to me, and in the number nine spot on my list is a game that I'm actually really excited made it this high, a game that I'm really excited to play through, one that I think could be an absolute joy, Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon. Nice. I had that at uh, number six. Okay. Number five officially. Kyle had that at number five as well and said something I never knew. Knew I wanted. I thought it was like Bayonetta, but this game looks great. Yeah, this game looks fucking dope, man. Really, really cool looking game. Now we're back to you. Okay, uh, number 11 on my list, Jedi Survivor. Okay, I have that at number two on my list. Okay. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I loved Jedi Fallen Order. I thought it was phenomenal. And I think this game looks even better. I'm very, very excited to play through this when it comes out. So I'm excited that it got to number four overall. Kyle had it at number four as well on his list, said, I hope so badly that this is just a better version of the first game. That one was already so good. <laughs> we are down to three games. We are down to Like a Dragon Ishin, Fire Emblem Engage, and The Legend of Heroes Trails to Azure. Beautiful. We are on Kyle. Do we have to skip him? He, he's technically only got one pick left, hasn't he? He does. He can only pick one more game, and that, we know what game that is. It's his number one, too. So do we skip him, or do we choose that? No, we have to choose that. Because if you get, like, the last two, isn't it? You're right. It's the last two. Yeah. Okay. Well, damn. That means Kyle has to eliminate his number one game, which is Fire Emblem Engage. Nice. And, and he said, <laughs> after three houses, they've earned my trust. This is number one by a long shot. Okay. It was number seven on my list. Number four for me. Number four for me. Which means Kyle has our last two games left on his list because we saved them both. Like a Dragon Ishin and Legend of Heroes Trails to Azure. Yep. I have both of those games available on my list and I get the final call. Our final two games, sorry Kyle, are Like a Dragon Ishin <laughs> and The Legend of Heroes Trails to Azure. In my number six spot is Like a Dragon Ishin. Oh, which right. means my number one overall is The Legend of Heroes Trails to Azure in my number three spot. Where do you have those two at? I have, uh, <laughs> you have like a dragon at number one? Yeah, like a dragon number one. I had Trails and Azure at number three. Okay. All right. Yep. I had, I had Trails to Azure at number three and Like a Dragon Ishin at number six. And just to remind the audience, Kyle had Like a Dragon Ishin at number 29 and The Legend of Heroes at number 32. Beautiful. <laughs> Which means our winner of Q1 2023 Thunderdome is The Legend of Heroes, Trails to Azure. Starting the year off strong, baby. <laughs> and that wasn't even intentional. I didn't even have that at number one. I had that yeah. at number three. 
you had it at number three, three. as well. Yeah. Um, we had other games in our top two that, you know, I was honestly pulling for Hogwarts Legacy to take the overall this year or this quarter, but it didn't. It didn't. Order of Elimination, 37, Skull and Bones. 36, Hyperdimension Neptunia, Sisters v. Sisters. 35, Blood Bowl 3. 34, Destiny 2, Lightfall. 33, One Piece Odyssey. 32, Wanted Dead. 31, Crime Boss Rock A City. 30, Atelier Ryza 3, Alchemist of the End and the Secret Key. 29, Deliver Us Mars. 28, Dead Space Remake. 27, Oni Road to Be the Mightiest Oni. 26, Void Terrarium 2. 25, Kerbal Space Program 2. 24, Horizon Call of the Mountain. 23, Theat Rhythm Final Bar Line. 22, Wild Hearts. 21, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe Edition. 20, Season A Letter to the Future. 19, SpongeBob SquarePants The Cosmic Shake. 18, Mato Anomalies. 17, Tales of Symphonia Remastered, which was your number two. <laughs> 16, A Space for the Unbound. 15, Inculinati. 14, Scars Above. 13, Blanc. 12, Wolong Fallen Dynasty. 11, Atomic Heart. 10, Hogwarts Legacy. 9, Forspoken. 8, Resident Evil 4 Remake. 7, Vengeful Guardian Moonrider. 6, Octopath Traveler 2. 5, Bayonetta Origins, Ceresa and the Lost Demon. 4, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. 3, Fire Emblem Engage. 2, Like a Dragon Ishin. And your Q1 2023 Thunderdome winner once again, following up its successful victory in Q3 2022, The Legend of Heroes. Trails to Azure. Beautiful. Fun Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah. Fun Thunderdome. It was messy, good, but I liked it. It was messy, but we also did a draft for Fantasy Critic during Thunderdome. We've been doing it the entire episode. Uh, this is just a, one of those chaotic max levels, beginning of the year, where we got to get shit done. We got to do things. So we'll be back at the beginning of April for Q2. 2023 Thunderdome, which is looking like a pretty stacked quarter as well, Sev. Yeah, Monster Menus out on in uh, in May. That's getting number one. Uh, well, can we not ignore Tears of the Kingdom? <laughs> if it which comes is in, in, which is in Q2. Oh shit. We also have um, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Final Fantasy 16. Okay. Diablo 4. Okay. Street Fighter 6. Yeah, all right. Monster Menu's not even making it in the top ten, is it? Who? Monster Menu. No, it's not making top ten. No, no. Oh man! All right. Length like the episode before we get out of here. I actually found something that I thought you might be interested in as we transition to a a brief kickstart. My heart. Yeah. I found an action tactics game Ooh, made and that. made and designed exclusively for Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Okay. The name of this game is Last Crown Warriors, which looks like it's being um, developed by a, a one-person team, Imanol Barrioso. That's at least who created the campaign. Though there is Japanese in the campaign, but I don't know if if where, where they live. Anyway, um, the story is in another language, so I don't know what it says. Do you see that? That's the only thing that's in another language. Everything else is in English, but uh, just the story. The story is in another language. <laughs> there is a demo available on the Kickstarter campaign, but let's talk about the project. Last Crown Warriors is an all-new video game in development for the classic Game Boy and Game Boy Color. With an overhead style and controls inspired by Zelda and the Mana series, it is in fact the very first action tactics game for the 8-bit handheld a genre that combines action RPG combat with real-time strategy elements. In the search for the best feel and performance on classic hardware, Last Crown Warriors is being developed from scratch, written entirely in the Z80 assembly language. 
The team has been hard at work to realize the concept as a functional and fun game in recent months, and the results can finally be enjoyed in the demo that is available on the Kickstarter campaign. Um, let's see here. We scroll down a little bit. It looks like First Press Games is the studio publishing the game for a physical release. Light Games is the actual name of the studio. And it says, in Light Crown, Wave, uh, Light Crown Warriors, you take on waves of enemies as you try to conquer all of the bases found throughout each level. Each base has a flag indicating whether the player has conquered the base or if the base is still under enemy control. As the player, your goal is to defeat enemies in order to gain influence over all of the bases, lowering those bases' flags. For each base, the player will face the special guardian of the stage, defeat the guardian to conquer the base. But be careful, an allied base will lose influence over time, so be sure to keep an eye on each base so that you don't lose any of them to the enemy. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like a Warriors game. Yeah, it does a little, doesn't it? Like Fire Emblem Warriors, Hyrule Warriors, because as you move around into different like zones as you clear out the enemies, like you mm-hmm. gain influence over those zones, but you can lose it over time as you go and take over other ones. This is like a... a different take on that formula i kind of like this yeah it's pretty cool to be fair very interesting little game yeah a challenging boss awaits you after conquering all the bases do your best and aim for the highest rank each scenario has its own hazards and enemies different heroes mean different abilities lillian uses a flower that can lure enemies and Terran has a boomerang capable of paralyzing and it says there's more features to come what do you think i think it's nice i think it sounds um perfect for a little multiplayer action to have multiplayer or is it um i don't know says more heroes complete proper story mode challenging new foes climactic final stage doesn't say anything about multiplayer i don't think not that I see. Not that I see. Regardless, it does look nice. I don't even see any stretch goals. No. Do you? Oh, I do. Never mind. I found stretch goals. I found them. Um. So the game was looking for 19194 US dollars. They are currently sitting at 43828 with, oh my God, 13 hours to go. That means this is ending before this episode posts. Oops. Yeah. Well, I guess we are just getting it <laughs> airtime anyway. Um... Stretch goals, they have unlocked Link Cable, which is game Link Cable support. It would not be a multiplayer mode, but a way to share exclusive objects and characters. Okay. Uh, RPG mode, Manga Pages Plus mode, Boss Rush mode, Sound Test mode, and SGB Borders Plus have all been unlocked. So the only stretch goals that they haven't unlocked yet are a secret region and box arts plus which would be the limited edition version of the game would have additional box arts to choose from okay um actually though no, they hit um the secret region they just haven't updated the campaign yet so that hidden region or secret region or whatever they've unlocked it which is a completely new area that they are designing so that's kind of cool if you want to pledge to this game, you won't be able to because it's over by the time you're <laughs> listening to this. But if you wanted to just be familiar with the tiers, the cheapest copy to get or the cheapest tier to get a copy is 16 US dollars. But again, this campaign will be over by the time you are listening to this episode. Apologies. I didn't realize that. I still want to give this one a shout because there's not much on Kickstarter right now. So um, if you're interested, you can still go look it up on Kickstarter, kickstarter.com. Check the name of this one. It is Last Crown Warriors. It already is funded it will be made and it will be over by the time you hear this but you can still go check it out again last crown warriors over on kickstarter okay sev i think that'll bring us to the close of the show this week unless you have anything else you want to mention before we get out of here i think we've done it all all right well fun episode 
Looking forward to returning to some normalcy next week. Kyle's not here to deliver the final words and hit us with his pee-pee, so do you have any famous last words? I do, and this comes from a drummer by the name of Buddy Rich, who died after surgery in 1987. As he was being prepared for surgery, a nurse asked, is there anything you can't take? Rich replied, yeah, country music. This episode of the Max Level Podcast has been brought to you by RPGera.com. Please remember to leave us a rating and a review regardless of where you're listening. If you want more of us, check us out on YouTube and Twitch and make sure you're subscribed or following at both places with notifications on. Links to where we can be found on social media as well as to our Discord server and all other important information can be found in the show notes for this episode. 